Tuesday, April 30th, 2019, the very last day of the month of April, 2019, and welcome to episode 662 of the Mothership Broadcast of the WCWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com. This is the one and the only WCWS Revolution. Once again, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you as we get set to talk about our favorite subject of all time, that being, of course, professional wrestling. <clears throat> First off, we, as always, we will start things off with our wrestling news and views or segment, which will be brought to us by our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team King Ice. Yeah, represented here tonight by the Ice Band himself, J.D. Jared D. Girolamo. J.D. is a 2015 and 17 WWS Hall of Famer and also part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio right, right here each and every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com. Join us on the Tom the Talk Show chat box tonight. Bringing us today's wrestling history and birthdays is the human suplex machine, John Gross. John is another member of the Raw Radio broadcast team every Monday afternoon right here on Talk Show. Plus, also, folks, he is the first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer. Let's go ahead and welcome JD and John on what should be a grade A explosive and 100, 100% USDA choice ex- dynamic. Episode 662 of Revolution. Good to be here. Thank you very much, there. Thank you very much, there, JD. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight we'll be bringing, of course, our live video feed to us from our group dedicated to the Ultimate Fighting Championship as UFC US Ultimate Competition. And if you care to join us through our live video feed right, right now, uh, please be sure to join us there at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash UFC US Fearless Fighting. If you care to join us through TalkShoe.com, the phone number, as always, is 1-605-562-0444. Call ID 138055-POUND, the magic six numbers. <clears throat> and press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything we have to talk about here this evening, which will include, of course, in addition to our news and views and history and birthdays, we'll be bringing you, of course, uh, our thoughts and opinions on what took place last night on Monday Night Raw, coming up and down thing, of course, with uh, leading in towards Money in the Bank, coming up here in about uh, probably about 20 days now. So we'll be watching. We'll be, uh, of course, talking a little bit about that as well. Plus, also, folks, some uh, wrestling extras will be coming your way here tonight as well. So let's. <clears throat> so that would be like I said, we'll have a lot here to talk about here this evening. But let's go ahead and get things rocking and rolling here, as we always do. With our wrestling news and views here segment, and here to bring it to us from King Ice is the Iceman, J.D. himself, Jared D. Geralmo, J.D. Uh, by the way, J.D., I saw the picture earlier. Nice thong, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I thought you would like that. I mean, <laughs> yeah, not too shabby. I mean, not too shabby. And, I hear, and J.D., please go ahead and take a look at what we have here, of course, 
in our uh, <clears throat> go ahead and let us know what's going on in the wrestling news scene tonight. Monday's WWE Raw television show went down from 2.37 last week, however, to 2.158 million viewers. The first hour scored 2.336 million viewers, however. Hour 2, however, did 2.24 million viewers, and the final hour did 1.89 or almost 1.9 million viewers for the night. So we figured we'd let you know about that. Meanwhile, however, the boys and girls, however, clubs have announced that Trinity Fatu, who wrestles with Naomi in WWE, will be inducted into their Hall of Fame, however, coming up, however, tomorrow in Houston, Texas at the Marriott Marquis. She will be joined by NFL players LaDainian Tomlinson, LT, however, Tom Elman, however, NBC Universal, Colonel John Chu, CHU of the U.S. Army, however, former Miss Oregon Denise White, and Deshaun Watson, former Clemson Tiger, however, and current Houston Texans quarterback. Congratulations, definitely is in order for all these participants, mind you. Meanwhile, however, let's just say, however, we understand that there has been a championship match now set, however, coming up, believe it or not, however, for money in the bank, believe it or not. Surprisingly, however, if you will, Kofi Kingston, however, will be facing Kevin Owens, however, after what happened last week, however, following Kevin Owens' attack against Kofi Kingston. Meanwhile, Seth Rollins found himself facing the revival after Raw went off the air last night. An on-site report by PW Insider notes that after the show ended, the revival hit the right and got beat up by Rollins, who was still out there after the contract signing main event. Rollins hit a double stomp on the two, however, and then posed for the crowd. The report noted that the arena was about two-thirds full with only a couple of seating gaps. The top sections were curtained off as they are working on renovating it. Meanwhile, however, in a new interview, Hall of Famer Sting recently took part in an awesome con fan fest in Washington, D.C. over the weekend. Below are some of the highlights he listed in his Q&A session along with some audio. On his opponent and who he'd like to face, however, he said the following, however, which we'll tell you about in just a second. Give me a minute here, folks. I'm working on this right now, so bear with me. Okay, here we go. On why his character still resonates, Sting said, I don't know. I've had so many fans say there's something about your eyes. Just looking into your eyes, you know, because I didn't speak for a long time, and all you did was look at my eyes, however. It was the only thing telling kind of any kind of a story. It's like Vince was quoted saying one time, I like the idea of having Sting up here. We've never had a vigilante. I guess the vigilante aspect of it, and then the nostalgia, you know... You know you you wrestling fans almost say goodbye to a lot of wrestlers I've noticed, especially the older characters like my original Surfer Sting. People still say, do you think you could ever do that gimmick again? Like, um, no, I can't pull that one off again. It's the relationship that they have with their uncle, brother, mother, mom, or dad. It brought families together. They practiced wrestling moves on each other. It was a re- relation thing that caused the bonding thing to happen in families. Wrestling of all things, I think this is just all part of the fire that makes it that, that happen. On opponents he would like to face, he said the following. Because Bray Wyatt has the personality. I like the whole Bray Wyatt thing. That would have been pretty interesting. Shawn Michaels isn't one of the younger ones, but I would love to have had a match with him as well as Undertaker. Everything I did was a one-off with WWE. I was always outspoken about wanting to wrestle Taker. And you know. And of course he got loud applause from the crowd. Meanwhile, however, with SmackDown going on, however, in Columbus, Ohio tonight, however, at the Seanstein Center, we also got hockey going on, however, at the Nationwide Arena, however, between the Blue Jackets and also, believe it or not, however, the Bruins of Boston, however, who are playing game number three of the NBA playoffs. Right now, the Jackets are up 2-1 midway through the third, with the late game going to be San Jose versus Colorado. 
And finally, Howard, a couple of sad notes to report. First off, Howard, former Baltimore Colts defensive end Gino Marchetti, however, who helped the Colts win consecutive NFL championships in the late 50s, passed away earlier today at the age of 53 at Pioli Hospital in Pioli, Pennsylvania, which is about four hours away from Pittsburgh near Philadelphia. Marchetti, of course, was named to the Pro Bowl during 11 of his 14 NFL seasons, and though undersized for the decision by today's standards, the 6'4", 245-250-pounder effectively tracked down quarterbacks and always stopped the run. He was born in Smithers, West Virginia in 1926 and broke into the NFL as an offensive lineman in 52 with the Dallas Texans, who became the Colts the following year. The Colts, of course, won the championships, of course, in 1958 and 59. And actually, Marchetti, however, was credited for standing on one good leg, despite the fact, however, he didn't realize he broke his leg in the fourth quarter of the greatest game ever played, the first ever overtime game in football history, however, that pitted the Baltimore Colts and the New York Giants back at Yankee Stadium in 1958. In fact, Mar- Marchetti, however, was, didn't know about his injury until after the game, however, and told his coach, however, at the time, Wee Bubank, who would later become coach of the New York Jets and Joe Willie Namath in the late 60s into the 70s, said, however, he was not going to go anywhere despite the fact that him, his coach, and some of his teammates, including also another Pittsburgh native, Johnny Unitas, a.k.a. Johnny U, told him to go to the locker room and get out of the stadium and go to the hospital to get taken care of as far as his leg goes. But Marchetti being stubborn, Howard chose not to, however, mind you. Marchetti, of course, was also elected to the Hall of Fame in 1972 along with his college teammate, Ollie Matson, and fought in the Battle of the Bulge in World War II before playing for the University of San Francisco team that went 9-0 in 1951. The roster had eight players who would go to the NFL, including two African-Americans, Matson and Burl, Tol- Burl Toller. After the season, the squad unanimously voted to reject a bid from the Orange Bowl that was continued on UCF, participating without its African-American players. And also, ladies and gentlemen, some tragedy to report, however, in Charlotte, North Carolina, if you will. Earlier tonight, however, we understand a shooting took place in that region, however, and of course we are still getting information into the studio as we speak, however, as far as that goes. The shooting, of course, happened, as we told you, at the University of North Carolina, Charlotte, earlier tonight, however, that left two people dead, according to reports. I think that's what they said. I'm trying to find the story here in a second. Uh, hold on a second. I'll tell you about it here in a second. Yes, two dead, we understand, however, and four others injured, however, after a shooting took place in which three people are in critical condition and one other person was injured, said Jeff Baker, UNCC chief of police. An officer quickly went to a room where the suspect had fired, disarmed, and taken into custody. Uh, right now, however, he is not someone who is on our radar, he said, however. Law enforcement officials, however, are sweeping several buildings. The university and police tweeted the following, however, the following, however, uh, about this thing. Tuesday, of course, was the last day of classes, however, with exams set to begin on Thursday. Charlotte Mecklenburg Police will lead the investigation, and the FBI says that they'll be assisting in the case. Of course, we will keep you up to date with this very heartbreaking story throughout the evening. Thank you, Thank you very much, J.D. I did actually read a little bit about that. I think they said it was an actual student at UNCC that was the shooting. Oh, jeez. That's what I heard. Now, I, I may I may be wrong about that, but uh, we'll uh, I'll try I'll try to find some uh, video from a uh, one of our local TV affiliates down here, and I'll try to send you something and let you review that. Uh, okay. Uh, I'll let you review that here, but I will I'll do some double checking. I believe I heard something earlier that it was, in fact, a student at UNCC that was the shooter. So that's all I've really heard at this point. So, uh, 
But thank you very much, sir, JD. Oh, and um, wait a minute, and wait a minute. I'm not sure if this is true or not. And ladies and gentlemen, we just also got some breaking news in, and we're not sure if this has been confirmed yet or not. But folks, this is going to surprise you all. Hold on to your butts, as John likes to say sometime, however. Brock Lesnar has decided not to return to MMA. According to ESPN, the Beast is now retired from the sport as UFC president Dana White said that Lesnar has informed the company that he does not plan on fighting in the octagon again. Lesnar had been rumored for a fight this year against Daniel Cormier. The fight will not happen, as Lesnar told last week that he is retiring from the sport. White told ESPN the following, Lesnar told me he's done. He's retired. We're going to move in another direction with Cormier. As of now, White now plans to book a rematch between Cormier and former champion Stipe Mayock. Lesnar's, of course, last MMA fight came at UFC 200 in July of 2016, a win Mark Hunt over that was overturned due to a failed drug test from Lesnar. He had put himself back in the USADA drug testing pool last July, which made him eligible to fight again for the UFC this past January. Now, there's been also speculation and reports, however, at the same time, however, mind you, possibly, maybe, that Lesnar could be getting back into WWE and challenging Seth Rollins to a rematch, but nothing has been confirmed as of yet. And also, of course, WWE and announced last night, however, that their pay-per-view June backlash has been renamed, however, to Stomping Grounds, and it will be held on June 23rd in Tacoma, Washington. Which, by the way, as I stayed on Raw Radio yesterday, WWE is always, will do anything, you know, to try to stay one-up on everybody, and by far, that is one of the most stupidest moves I have ever heard. So, that's my own personal take on it. Thank you very I much, for J.D. Thank you, very much. Thank you very much, sir, J.D. With that, of course, J.D. along with King N.W.O. Gerard T. Smith is King Ice, your 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team. They bring you all the news that fits the print here in the WWS Radio Network. And, of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. <clears throat> and, of course, in GTS's case, super glue and duct tape, you cannot beat that old-fashioned combination. Let's see what John has here in the history and birthdays. Here for today, the last day of April, 2019. Oh, before we do, folks, we do have, we do now have the field set for the men's Money in the Bank match. It has now been confirmed: Finn Balor, Mustafa Ali, uh, Randy Orton, and Andreas Cianalmas will join Ricochet, aka Ricochet, Braun Strowman, Drew McIntyre, and yes, Baron Cockstein, Clown Shoes Corbin, if you will. So they eight guys have been set for the Money in the Bank ladder match. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you very much there, uh, J.D., for that. Let's see what John has for our history and birthdays here for April the 30th. And I hope Baron Corbin is gets his butt handed to him on May 19th. That's all i got to say about that. <clears throat> anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, we all agree with that, definitely. 42 years ago today, uh, we'll put it at 1977. In Baltimore, Maryland, superstar Billy Graham defeated Bruno San Martino to end San Martino's second reign of the WWF Championship. San Martino stayed champion for 1,237 days. At the time, it was the second longest championship reign in company history. The mark would be surpassed twice, first by Bob Backlund at 2,135 days, and then by Hulk Hogan at 1,474 days. Graham won the title on an illegal pin. Ironically, Graham would drop the title in February of 1978 on an illegal pin by Bob Backlund. 36 years ago today, we'd put it at 1983. 
in my neck of the woods, uh, Greensboro, North Carolina, before their infamous chain match in December, Greg Valentine defeated Roddy Piper to win the NWA United States title. <clears throat> 21 years ago today, which we put it at 1998, in I think Augusta, Georgia. He uh, lost his hearing, didn't he, the first time? I thought it was during the dog collar match that he lost his hearing. It might have been that or that one. I'm not sure. Okay. 21 years ago today, we put it at 1998 in Augusta, Georgia. Chris Benoit defeated Booker T to regain the WCW TV title. It would be the first of five consecutive days where the title changed hands. Four of them occurring at house shows. Booker recaptured, recaptured the belt in Greenville the next day. Benoit would win it back in Charleston, and Booker would win it back in Savannah, Georgia, until Booker dropped the belt back to Finley on Nitro in Indianapolis. 19 years ago today, put at the year 2000, WWF presented Backlash, the real name of that pay-per-view, from the MCI Center in Washington, D.C., 17,867 were in attendance with an event record of 675,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. And here are the results of the show. In the Sunday Night Heat matchups, D'Lo Brown defeated Al Snow by DQ. Uh, and the ice for the actual matches here, Steve Blackman defeated Val Venus. And Godfather teamed up, teamed up with Chai and Tai, defeating the team of Steven Richards and the Headbangers. Edge and Christian defeated Road Dogg and X-Pac to retain the WWF Tag Team titles. In this match, Deborah was a special guest ring announcer. This was Deborah's first WWF appearance since the 1999 Survivor Series. She would return to the WWF six months later as the Lieutenant Commissioner for Mick Foley. Dean Malenko defeated Scotty Tuhati to retain the light heavyweight title. It's the first time that the light heavyweight title was defended at a pay-per-view since 1998 Judgment Day, and the last time the light heavyweight championship would be defended until the 2001 King of the Ring. The Big Boss Man and Bull Buchanan defeated the Acolytes. This is Big Boss Man's final pay-per-view and rematch until the in-ring match until the 2002 Royal Rumble. Crash Holly retained the Hardcore title in a six-pack challenge over the Hardy Boys, Hardcore Holly, Perry Saturn, and Taz. The Big Show defeated Kurt Angle before the match. The Big Show impersonated Hulk Hogan and did his real American theme. This is the first pay-per-view pinfall loss for Kurt Angle. TNA defeated the Dudley Boys in a tag team match, but Trish Stratus would pay the price of being powerbombed through a table by Bubba Ray Dudley. <laughs> Eddie Guerrero defeated S.A. Rios to retain the European title. And Chris Benoit defeated Chris Jericho by DQ to retain the Intercontinental title. And The Rock defeated Triple H to win the WWF title. But an interesting tidbit, despite Shane McMahon's guest referee, Vince and Stephanie in Triple H's corner, The Rock had help from Stone Cold Steve Austin. Before the match, Vince announced that Stone Cold Steve Austin would not be there in the match because of what Austin did to the DX Express bus three nights, three nights before on SmackDown. That is an infamous wrestling moment, folks. Yes, indeed. Austin did show up and attack all the McMahon Helmsley members, including Mr. McMahon, Stooges, Briscoe, and Patterson. This is Stone Cold's first WWF appearance since the 1999 Survivor Series. Austin will return again to the WWF full-time in September of 2000. Shane did not count the foul in the match. It was referee Earl Hebner that Linda McMahon reinstated after the McMahon's Triple H attacked Earl Hebner on April 17, 2000, and then fired him. 16 years ago today, we put it at 2003 in an NWA TNA Weekly pay-per-view taping in Nashville. Amazing Red defeated Kid Cash to win the TNA X Division title. 13 years ago today, we put it at 2006 
WWE presented backlash from the Rupp Arena in Lexington, Kentucky. About 14,000 were in attendance with 273,000 homes watching it on pay-per-view. And here are the results of the matches from that event. Goldust defeated Rob Conway in a Sunday night heat match. This is Goldust's first backlash appearance since 1999. Carlito defeated Chris Masters. Ooh, Maga defeated Ric Flair. This is Umaga's first pay-per-view in-ring return since the 2003 Royal Rumble when Umaga was known as Jamal of, of course, uh, Three Minute Warning. Trish Stratus defeated Mickey James by DQ in a women's title match. RVD defeated Shelton Benjamin to regain the IC title. Also, Van Dam's Money in the Bank contract was on the line in the match. This is the first time RVD won the IC title since 2003. The Big Show fought Canto No Contest because of Kane being distracted by the voices of whoever was saying May 19th. Vincent Shane McMahon defeated Shawn Michaels and God in a no holds barred tag team match thanks to interference from the Spirit Squad. This is Shane's first in-ring pay-per-view match since Survivor Series of 2003. And John Cena defeated Triple H and Edge to retain the WWE title in a triple threat match. Uh, nine years ago today, uh, 2010, WWE releases Hall of Famer Tony Atlas. Atlas had been working with the ECW brand since 2008 when he managed Mark Henry and also hosted the Abraham Washington show. Also on that same day, someone else got fired in TNA and found themselves in big-time hot water, and that was obviously Bubba the Love Sponge. This comes off the heels of Clem's negative remark on Haiti after a devastating earthquake earlier that month, leading to Awesome Kong attacking Clem at a TNA taping backstage. Seven years ago today, we put it at 2012 on Monday Night Raw from Dayton, Ohio. Layla defeated both of the Bellas in a triple threat match in under 11 seconds to retain the WWE Divas title. It would be the final match for Nikki and Bree as their WWE contracts were set to expire. They would not be renewed. To cover for this, the Bellas were fired by Eve Torres, but they would make their return in March of 2013. An unrelated story on the same Raw from Dayton, Ohio. Kofi Kingston and R-Truth defeated Epico and Primo to win the WWE Tag Team titles. This is Kofi's third tag team title reign, and this is R-Truth's first tag team title reign. Four years ago today, 2015, WWE releases five NXT superstars. First one was Mason Ryan, who had a brief run with the Nexus in 2011 and was pushed to the U.S. title scene until returning to NXT in 2012. Uh, Shaw Guerrero, the daughter, of, of course, of Eddie and Vicky Guerrero. And believe it or not, she's currently married to Aiden English. Who I believe say- was just like, oh, not too long ago. Yeah. I, th- I thought he was doing some, did some announcing for one of the pay-per-views. He was for 205 Live, and then I think they cut him loose just recently, however, which is crazy. Huh? Hmm, interesting. Oliver Gray, who was an NXT tag team champion alongside Adrian Neville. Also, Danny Birch, multi-time uh, wrestling champion Sarah Backman, who two months after her release married, believe it or not, Bo Dallas. She Bo lead. <laughs> yeah. Two years ago. No, today, she said go away, Bo. Nope. Actually, no, no. she used it more no, fondly. No. She said to Bo, no Bo on the wedding night. No Mo Bo. No Mo Bo. Okay. Two years ago today, 2017, <laughs> WWE presented payback from the San Jose, uh, San Jose, California, the SAP Center. 13,694 in attendance. 
So in other words, if you didn't attend, you were a sap. There you go. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> in the pre-show matches, Enzo and Cass defeated Gallows and Anderson in a tag team match. Chris Jericho defeated KO by submission to regain the U.S. title for the second time. Since Jericho regained the title, he was transferred over to SmackDown. This is Chris Jericho's last pay-per-view appearance to the 2018 Greatest Warrior Rumble. Austin Aries defeated Neville by DQ to retain the Cruiserweight title. The Hardy Boys defeated Cesaro and Sheamus to retain the tag titles. In this match, Sheamus kicks Jeff Hardy's teeth in. After the match, Sheamus and Cesaro turn heel on the Hardy Boys as well. This is Cesaro's first heel turn since 2015. Also, Alexa Bliss defeated Bayley to win the WWE Raw Women's title. She's the first woman to win the Raw and SmackDown Women's titles. Yeah. Bray Wyatt defeated Randy Orton in a non-title House of Horrors match. Probably one of the most horrific matches ever. The match was originally set for the WWE title of Wyatt being traded to Raw. The WWE title wasn't defended. The match started off in Wyatt's house and it ended in the ring with Jinder Mahal and the Singh brothers attacking Randy Orton. Also, Seth Rollins defeated Samoa Joe. And Braun Strowman in a surprising upset defeats Roman Reigns in the main event. Uh, happy 35th birthday, folks, to former WWE and TNA wrestler Sean Devari, who was once the manager of Muhammad Hassan in 2004, also Kurt Angle in 2005, also and Mark Henry and the Great Khali in 2006. And also a happy 35th birthday to El Hijo de Fantama. Hmm, okay. <clears throat> so that is it for the history. And Who's the first one? Um, hold on, let me. Uh, Sean, De, Sean Devari. Uh, is he oh, okay, 30, I remember him. Yes. How old is he? 35. 30, okay. He turned 35. And that's it for the history and birthdays here for today. And John, so we thank you very much, here, John, for providing us with the history and birthdays here for this evening. And JD, thank you very much for the rest of the news and views here for this evening as well. One six zero five five six two zero four four four. Call ID. One three eight zero five five pound. This is episode six hundred and sixty-two of WWS Revolution for Tuesday, April thirtieth, two thousand nineteen. Mister WWS Chad Hinchall, the Iceman, Jared DiGiolamo, and the Human Suplex Machine John Gross. Uh, finally and on the line. Give you an update very quick. However, we heard. However, uh, like I said, how it is still two one Columbus late in the third period. So uh, Columbus, if they win this, however. They will go up 2-1, but like I said, however, like I said, the big story, obviously, of course, tonight is Brock Lesnar has now officially retired. From, well, as far as MMA goes, so you don't know if he may come back to the WWE or not. Yeah, that's true. No, but was that correct? I mean, maybe I think primary... there has been. T- I know. I know. Ron says that he would like to come. I mean, I I don't know what he's going to do now. That that's a big question. You know, that that's a very 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 good question right now. I mean, does he come back to WWE? Does he find a way to stick around? I mean, I mean, he was obviously getting ready to come back to UFC. We understand sometime this summer, and now he's decided to say, "Oh, I'm not going to come back to UFC." You know what? Just stay retired this time, Brock. No disrespect, but seriously, just hang it up, man. Seriously. That's probably one reason why WB is barely being able to hold on now. It's probably one reason, probably because of him, maybe. But, I mean, that's just, again, that's just my, that's, that's my opinion. People may disagree with me on that. 
But I'm just saying, I mean, you gotta keep you gotta keep in mind Brock did not defend that championship. Uh every single time he had it, he would hold on to it for months, even almost a year or two before even just once in a while just defended it. And then finally, you know, it gets it gets taken off of him by finally by Seth Rollins this year. So hope so I'm glad we are finally able to see the championship a lot. <clears throat> A lot more than uh, than what than what we're used to seeing it. So, but let's wait and see what happens here, as JD did say. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I believe uh, I happen to notice here we might have somebody coming in on someone coming in on the line here, uh, and it looks like if I'm not too much mistaken, uh, JD, I think it is one of your. We'll just say one of your. Uh, Neighbors, I don't have an idea as to who I'm talking about. Uh, so, so let's go ahead and just bring him in right now. And then I'll tell everybody about who it is that I am referring to. Uh, well, okay, there he is. Uh, ladies, and gentlemen, here, ladies and gentlemen, here the 2017 WWS Hall of Famer, and also a contributor to WWS Raw Radio. He's also known as the Heartbreak Kid here in our radio network circles. And, of course, you're thinking of his other nickname, folks. you got to think about that 60 sitcom Happy Days. We're one of the central characters win a little something, I do believe, just like this. He went, hey. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie has now made it on to 662. Here this evening, uh, Fonzie, we do welcome you, sir. <clears throat> okay. Yep. Let's go ahead and see what John has. Let's see what's, what John has to say right here. And, uh, of course, our thoughts and by his thoughts and opinions about what happened last night on Monday Night Raw. Uh, John says, he says, all right, he's not going to go into a Raw review because the show sucked, except for the contract signing with Seth Rollins and AJ Styles, which was good. Don't get him wrong. McIntyre Ricochet were my two picks. I wanted to see in this match. Strowman, I'm okay with that. But Corbin, it was not a surprise at all. And for the women, Naomi, okay. She, he's okay with Dana Brooke. He, he thinks they're, they're letting her have a chance. So they don't waste her. Because she broke away from uh, Titus Worldwide. She's really broke out of, she's really tried to break out on her own. Of course, Natalia, one, she's one of the favorites to win. A dark horse, if John might add. She was the first money in the bank, in the first money in the bank women's match. Also, the full Monday in the bank winner, Alexa Bliss. John says, is he surprised? No, he's not. He knew WWE was going to score us either way. Also, making fun of the revival made me lose interest. Made him lose interest. WWE really pissed all over the revival last night. One of the dumbest segments he had ever seen. Did not leave a bitter, did not leave a bitter taste in his mouth. And the Bray Wyatt thing also did not make him happy. I mean, this is not the Bray Wyatt he knows. The Bray Wyatt I know rebelled against the machine, became one of the most evil. Became a, a, a big time evil force in the WWE and could have been the next Undertaker in his personal opinion. And he was WWE champion at the Elimination Chamber. So of course, WWE screwed over his gimmick and made him a kid. So John says, Yes, the Raw, this Raw was one of the lowest of the lows once again. And why, and why John will say this is because WWE is trying, but they are not really trying. It's because of the writers and all because these former superstars, and he's mentioned all these names before, I'll, I'll say them again. 
Sam Punk, John Morrison, Alberto Del Rio, Cody Rhodes, right back, Jack Swagger, Dean Ambrose, Wade Barrett, Evan Bourne, Enzo McCaffrey, Clyde Dillinger, Luke Harper, and Taylor Turner, Dupuy Sandow, Darren Young, AJ Lee, Emma, TJP, and others said bye-bye for this day. And now possibly you got Sasha Banks and Leo Rush possibly leaving. Did Triple H believe in all of them? Yes. Did Vince and Kevin Dunn believe in them too? No. All they did was screw them over because they believed all the superstars didn't have talent. Vince is just a plain old racist, just like JD, as JJD has said. He takes the names of the first superstars and takes away war because he doesn't like war anymore. He liked Raw is war when Raw was in the Attitude Era in 1997. Can I get get with, with the times as Vince? The saddest thing of all, too, is he got a lot of He's, he's, a, he's got a lot of media and rewrite storylines that WCCW, WCW, WWF, Attitude Era, ECW, and all the other organizations that started right when WWF was, WWE was doing their own uh, kind of thing. John doesn't know what is going on, but someone behind the scenes along with Vince McMahon is screwing over the WWE. There is someone that is pulling the strings and letting Vince get away with whatever he wants. Vincent was really desperate to put all the stuff on WWE Network so he could rewrite it. And that's the problem on Raw and SmackDown. You got Bray Wyatt that is doing this Firefly Funhouse thing. It's a sad joke and also poking fun of the Bible shaving their backs. Goes to show you how much Vince will do anything to make sure that WWE crumbles to the ground. And it was close to going down 1994 when he was nearly convicted of giving the people steroids. That's why WCW had to take the realm of take the realm of the head in 1995, the WWE got better, and now AEW's on their doorstep. All the former superstars right now are going to be laughing at Vince McMahon this coming May because they will write better storylines, they will have better talent, and John hopes WWE comes comes up with a plan and to quote The Rock because right now their game plan absolutely sucks. And whose spot will it be that WWE will go down to the ground? Not only the entire writers, but Vince McMahon himself. And Vince brings Brock back to the WWE. And that's it. It's the final nail in the coffin. The final nail in the coffin for WWE. WWE's barely, barely slipping on the edge, and there's nothing they can do about it. And John said that's all he's got for his review of Monday Night Raw. Uh, that's a mouthful. But, of course, I have to admit that is there's nothing. There's, there's, I, don't, I don't see a thing wrong with that statement. That's that's right, pretty much right down to the same uh, now, let's see, uh, Fonz, I don't know if you had an opportunity to check out Raw last time, but if you had any results, so please go ahead and let's see what you about to say. Uh, sucks big, hairy ball sack last night. The only one was good. I didn't see it, but what John said, uh, the sign caught try. I, I didn't see that. Yeah. Yeah, okay. but... Uh, that's all I gotta say about that. <laughs> okay. All right, Fonz, thank you very much uh, for your thoughts and opinions there. <clears throat> and now I guess I guess now we go to the Well uh, before we get to me, I was gonna get your thoughts. We'll go to you next. Well, I mean for what I read about it, for what I what I heard about it, I mean I pretty much kind of shared John's sentiment about it. I mean this just good. This just, like I said, goes to show you. Uh, this just goes to show you right there that um, WWE took too much line, took the line on old uh, on, on, on old storylines from from uh, everywhere. Uh, 
sorry. <laughs> that Diet Pepsi kicking in there, and that kind of helps clean me up. <laughs> this portion of uh, <laughs> <laughs> you got the right one, baby. Uh-huh. You got the right one, baby. Oh, okay. Uh, the quote to late great Ray Charles. Uh, but anyway, but uh, but I drink that so but anyway uh you know they, 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 they just they just like i said i mean and of course jd did tell us this i think last week i think JD, but they're just coming up here with the with this story with with, with storyline for the show like not even like five to ten minutes before, to, yeah five or ten minutes before the show even began yeah Mm-hmm. So, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, that's just simply just on borrowed time here. Um, um, and who knows what they did last night, however, with their booking. I mean, you had Cesaro and Cedric Alexander on the preach. Oh, uh, here again. we go. You had Mojo Raleigh versus Heath uh, Slater. And then you had, uh, of all people, like I said, the Iconics versus Alicia Fox and Tamina in a non title matchup. Hello. Uh, Oh, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Uh, here we go. Seriously. So, like I said, you're not going to have. Like I said you're you're going to have to start coming up with a whole live action here pretty soon because, like I said, if you don't do that, then, like I said, primarily. Well, AEW is coming up three weeks from Saturday, so you better know something's up. Oh, of course they do. And of course, and I agree with that. I agree with that 110. percent And so we're just gonna have to wait and see what all happens with that, without a doubt. We just want to definitely wait and see what all happens. So there you go. All right, JD. I guess the ultimate question I need to ask ask you uh, is: And Fonzie just believed himself. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, uh, JD, are you pulled off and are you warmed up? Oh, I'm more than pulled off, and I'm ready. Let me tell you. Uh, oh, shut up, you faggot. Fuck. Sorry. Okay. All it's right. It's a KO. Uh, the okay. KO show. Okay. Okay. Well, like I said, we'll, we'll, we can't wait to hear what you have to say about that tomorrow night, there, Fon. So we'll just uh, we'll, we'll we'll be crossing our fingers on that. So. And I'll and I'll tell you why later. Anyway, anyway, in the meantime, here this is a WWS Radio Network exclusive. The Iceman Jared Geronimo is not afraid to, of course, let his feelings known about all of our shows, about all the shows, of course, each and every week, of course, Raw, SmackDown, and all the pay per views. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, if you thought Avengers Endgame made a whole lot of money and all uh, by you know portraying the Avengers for one last time, think about what we can do and all that. By but just letting you know about how we feel about wrestling. Uh, we, we could probably get. Beans and beans and beans. Okay, yeah, I wish. Okay, so the, there you have it. There. In the meantime, let's go ahead and bring him in right now. Here's the Iceman Jerry Duomo with the Raw edition of the infamous <clears throat> and Rock yourself. As I said, no, not right. Okay, yeah. The WWUS Icebreaker. Go ahead, JT. Okay. 
Last night, of course, we were down at the University of Kentucky, however, and of course, it was a very interesting night at the Rupp Arena, shall we say. Of course, we started out the show, of course, however, with John Spirit, of course, the arrogant of you-know-who. Yes, folks, the arrogant blonde little bitch herself, little Miss Bitch Bliss, however, if you will, however, announced, however, that tonight, however, we're going to have for the participants named, however, as far as what's going to be happening at the Money in the Bank match. And who are the first four, you ask? Well, we'll tell you who the first four is, however. First off, we have the one and only, however, Ricochet, or Ricochet, whatever you're going to call him, however, go up first, however. Up next, of course, however, we have, believe it or not, however, none other than, of course, Drew the Dragon, Mac- Dragon Slayer McIntyre, if you will. As a result, give me a second. Just checking something here, so bear with me here, too, folks. But then, of course, we have our third person. And who's our third person? Oh, yes, everyone's favorite clock stained, no clown shoes boy himself, boring, bland Baron Corbin, if you will. And then, of course, the fourth person is Braun Strowman, Mr. Monster in the Bank, if you will. As a result, however, we see what happens next, however, mind you, however. Um, uh, I'm just talking to Michelle here, too. Uh, like I said, however, that being said, of course, that leads us to our first match of the night, however, which, uh, however, minds you, however, oh, we see God. a tag team matchup with <sighs> Corbin and McIntyre versus Ricochet and Braun. And, of course, Ricochet and Braun end up picking up the win, however, in the first match of the night, which was the only good match of the entire night, however, mind you. So that being said, however, that is what happened first. But before that match took place, we saw McIntyre get in the face, however, of Corbin and tell him, however, to quit hogging all the glory, however, and all the uh, spotlight away from him, however, otherwise he would have to pay for it. And I wish Drew would have punched him in his scrawny little mouth and knocked him on his ass a few times and busted him open, making him bleed. But unfortunately, we didn't get my wish, however, that night. But... Unfortunately, at least Corbin, however, got what was coming to him, and that was McIntyre leaving him high and dry, however, to be beaten down by Mr. Monster in the Bank and the one and only Ricochet. Then, of course, however, we uh, go to a backstage vignette, however, which they talk about, however, that tonight, however, my girl will be, however, having to deal with not only the Queen herself, Charlotte Flair, but, of course, that lack little luster, pin-up Barbie doll wannabe, Miss Marilyn Monroe, slut herself, lackluster, little piece of uh, sassy son of a, or should I say, the sassy slut, uh, let's just say, southern slut, if you will, Lacey Evans, if you will, lackluster Lacey Evans, if you will. Then we have Jimmy and Jay Uso take on another team, Howard, who is returning to Raw for the first time in quite some time, Howard. Yes, folks, the good brothers are back, Gallows and Anderson, as they have moved back from the blue brand to the red brand. And what happens, Howard? Oh, yeah, Jimmy and Jay put up a good fight against the good brothers, Howard, but in the end, the good brothers find a way, Howard, to come up on the shit end of the stick again, because, once again, Vince McMahon, being the racist, total, narcissistic, little, egomaniacal a-hole that he is, decides to find a way to slap Gallows and Anderson their first night back 
back on Raw by having them job out to Jimmy and Jay Uso. Yeah, that's a great idea, Vince. Let's have uh, one of your uh, finer teams that you continue to waste over time and time again, Howard, on all the house shows and also on main event as well as Raw and SmackDown by having them job out in a pretty good match against the Uso Penitentiary Boys, if you will, Gallows and Anderson, however. Yeah, that's a great idea. And then what happened afterward? Oh, yeah, let's have a little childish humor while we're at it, Howard, by seeing Jimmy and Jay Uso videotape Dash and Dawson basically shaving each other's back. What is this, 1998, Howard, and all of a sudden we're going back to GTV era, Howard, by basically doing something this stupid and retarded and hokey, by having something like this, however, air on Raw? Yeah, it seems like it, Howard. And did the fans give care about this? Well, from what I heard, Howard, and what I saw, Howard, and heard and saw, Howard, I heard mixed reactions to both, Howard. But if you ask me oh, why God. we had to have this air on whatsoever. <clears throat> then, of course, we go to Ms. TV, Michelle's favorite person. Yes, folks, the reality star show from Cleveland himself. Yes, the so-called man who continues to just bore me to no end every week, Howard. Even with his reality show, however, Ms. and Mrs., which, by the way, I've caught up on most of the shows except for tonight's show, which we're starting to shoot, but soon, just a little bit. I can tell you, I mean, being an author the second year in a row, I have caught on most of the episodes this year so far, and so far I have not laughed one single time whatsoever of this year's shows yet, however, as far as his episodes go. But I don't know why USA is continuing to bore us by having this crap-tacular show on Tuesday nights. It is an absolute train wreck of a show. But beside the point, however, Miz did come out, however, and was ready to introduce Bobby Lashley, however, uh, as his guest tower. But, of course, who decides to cut off the Miz tower? Yes, folks, Mr. Steroids himself, little bitch-ass bully boy Bobby Lashley, if you will, however, and find a way to get under the skin of the A-lister, however, by insulting his dad. But the thing was, Bobby, the, thing, the only thing with uh, Bobby was, he didn't have his little boyfriend with him, the lackluster little lethargic little Gary Coleman Terrell Owens wannabe Leo Rush. What happened, Bobby? What happened to your little boyfriend, Leo Rush? Oh, that's right. Right? He couldn't keep his goddamn mouth shut and his basically uh, big mouth shut, Howard. And now it looks like he's on his way out of the WWE and possibly heading either back to NXT or basically getting his pink slip handed to him by the chairman of the board, Mr. McMahon. So sorry there, uh, Bobby. Howard. It looks like you're not going to have your boyfriend basically be your little mouthpiece anymore. You're going to have to go back and basically do it on your own basically, without everyone having to uh, basically kiss your ass and suck your balls at the same time, however. But no disrespect to either Bobby or Miz, but I'm just saying, Bobby could have done so much better earlier, however, by speaking on his own or doing this on his own without having someone like Leo Rush on his own, basically, however, be his little mouthpiece from him. And as far as the Miz goes, you know how I feel about Miz at times. But I will say this, Miz did try to put up a good fight against Bobby, but who decided to ruin it? Oh yeah, that little snake in the grass, that little slime bag, however, the million dollar kid himself, however, the little cantankerous little, uh, little piece of semen uh, that he is, however, Shane O'Mac, little uh. boy in his mouth, however. And yes, what happened? Oh yeah, Shane decided to take a cheap shot, however, on the Miz, however, mind you, after the match was all over, however, and even 
before the matches are by insulting the Miz's dad. Well, guess what, Shane? You're going to get your ass handed to you and basically your body broken in half when Miz gets your hands on you in that steel cage match coming up at Money in the Bank. Because this time, you won't have to cry to whittle daddy, Vince McMahon, basically changing your diapers, however, and also your underwear, however. You're just basically going to be going to the hospital in a basic ambulance with basically contusions and bruises, but basically often all over your body when Miz basically beats the holy bejesus out of you and busts your head wide open to the point that your wife and your own kids won't even recognize you. So Miz, however, will have the last laugh on you, Shane. Shane, you think you have the last laugh now, Harp, by continuing to basically insult Miz and his dad and the entire of the Miz uh, kingdom, however, however. What's next, though, Shane? Are you going to find a way to insult Miz even further by making fun of his beautiful wife, Maurice, however? Oh, I'm sure you'll find a way to do that because it just goes to show you that you're nothing more than a silver spoon little piece of semen, however, that is a slime bag in every sense of the word. So enjoy it while you can, Shane, however, by claiming yourself to get it again the best. But again, to quote Chris Jericho, however, here's an idea, Shane. Just shut the hell up when you speak, okay? Because you are nothing more than daddy's little boy, however, and being a freaking little stooge that you are, however. And as far as the Miz goes, like I said, however, I don't mean disrespect to the Miz, however, at times, but there's times I can't stand. But in this case, however, I'm saying, how as far as the show goes, like I said, I just wish they would pull it off the air. I'm tired of watching it, however, because it is nothing more than absolutely blah humor at point at times. I'll say at times. But I will say this as far as the Miz goes. I hope Miz Howard kicks Shane's mat ass all over Hartford Howard. And when it's all said and done, Shane, you can go back to your hometown of Greenwich Howard, which is not that far from Hartford, and you can then cry to your mommy and your daddy and your wife and your kids and say, Mom, Dad, I got my ass kicked by an A-lister because I couldn't keep my goddamn mouth shut. And I didn't know, however, that I wouldn't be... Uh, getting my ass kicked handed to me because of me running my mouth time and again saying that I was the best in the world. And like I said, as far as that whole thing, best in the world thing goes, I wish to God somebody would just basically boot this guy right in the fucking mouth, however, and bust his jaw at the same time. And I think we're going to see Miz do that. At least I hope we see him do it at Money in the Bank. But uh, as far as, like I said, the show goes, you know what I've said about the show a couple times. I'm going to say it one more time. It's funny in parts, yes, okay, I will say that, and I will say it has its moments here and there, sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes, but I wish to God they would think of something else to put on as far as after SmackDown goes on Tuesday night, rather than this crap, seriously. By the way, speaking of crap, this is no crap. I'm very excited to see this, however, and I'm really looking forward to hopefully seeing that this guy will make a big impact. Tomorrow night we will see the debut of Kushida on NXT, however. Now, anyone who knows Kushida and who has heard of Kushida, however, you, maybe you guys can tell us all about him however, and what he stands for. But I will tell you this right now. Hopefully NXT will find a way not to bury him whatsoever because I think this guy has potential. And I think in just a matter of time, he's going to make some big, loud noise whether it be against the Velveteen Dream, whether it be against Adam Cole, baby, whether it be against Johnny Gargano, whether against it's anyone, maybe even Matt Riddle. I will tell you right now, Kushida signing with NXT is a big, big signing. Speaking of big signings, let's talk about 
NXT. Let's talk about a team that right now continues to be wasted more and more, however, by their stupid new nickname, the Viking War Raiders. Yes, folks, of the Viking Experience, whatever you want to call them. As a result, however, we see the Viking Raiders, however, Ivar and Eric, or Hanson and Rowe, defeat the Lucha 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 House Party of Ram Italy, Kalista, and Lindsay Dorado in a two-on-three handicap match. Here's an idea for the Lucha 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 House Party. Stay on the pre-shows, however, rather than Raw, and entertain the crowd that way. Because oh, right fuck. now, as far as you gain over on Raw goes, you're not doing anything except just continue to embarrass yourself week after week. Speaking of embarrassment, let's talk about the women's money in the bank next. And oh boy, I'm going to have a nice little rant about this. Of course, who can talk about again? Yes, however, John's favorite, however, that arrogant little total arrogant bimbo herself, Alexa the cunt-ass bimbo bitch bliss. And what happens, however, we decide to hear, however, that there will be four people, however, that will be participating in the women's Money in the Bank match. And here they are. First off, we got the Queen of Hearts herself, Natalia, however, which isn't a bad pick. Next, we got Miss Glow herself, however, and of course the wife of one of the Usos, Miss Naomi, which isn't a bad pick either. Then, of course, we have everyone's favorite little uh, so-called uh, crybaby, if you will, how on Raw. Yes, folks, Dana, the little, uh, uh, let's just say, I need a good word to describe Dana Brooke. What can we call Dana Brooke? Oh, yeah, we can call Dana Brooke how Dana, I need my baby rattle Brooke because Dana Brooke continues to cry as well, however. Just like Bailey and Sasha saying, give me an opportunity, give me an opportunity. I should be deserving of an opportunity. No, Dana, you don't deserve an opportunity. I'm sorry to say it, but you don't. If you want to talk about someone who deserves an opportunity, let's take a look at Ruby Riot. Let's take a look at Sarah Logan. But wait a minute. Did they put them in the Money in the Bank match? Oh, of course not. They didn't because you know whose fault that was? Yep, you guessed it, John's favorite, my favorite, everyone's favorite, Kevin Douchebag Dickbag Dunn and his stupid writing team, along with that racist little narcissistic a-hole Vince McMahon. He decides to say, oh, let's put Dana Brooke in because Dana Brooke's had it so rough the past year or so since losing her boyfriend and that she deserves an opportunity to do money in the bank and that she has been worthy of challenging for a spot in the Money in the Bank match. Yeah, she hasn't done Jack Squat, however, since she came back. Jack Squat. Oh, what has she done? Yeah, for a while she was Titus O'Neil and, of course, Apollo Crews' no-mouthpiece uh, assistant manager. But after that, what have they done with her since? Not a whole heck of a lot, and they figure, oh, okay, let's throw her a bone and put her in the match. But speaking of throwing people a bone, yeah, let's throw Alexa Bliss while we're at it, Howard, and find a way to slap Ruby Wright and Sarah Logan right across the freaking face, Howard, and put her stupid bimbo ass into this, too. Yeah, like, she really deserves another chance to go after Money in the Bank like Baron Cox staying quiet. Corbin. Yeah, that's a great message you're sending, Vince, to your WWE audience. Speaking of audience, however, let's talk about one of the worst segments of the night and one of the worst segments of the year so far that continues to be just an absolute train wreck of a joke. Yes, folks, I'm talking about Pee-wee's Playhouse itself, however, the Firefly Funhouse with Bray White. What is this, 1987, and that Kevin Dunn and his writing team were watching Pee-wee's Playhouse for the past couple months, and they came up with this idea? Yeah, we thought Bray Wyatt, when he first came in, how he was going to be a big name and a big face, how to the company, and it seemed like that for quite a while he was. 
doing the whole Max Katie Cape Fear gimmick. But what's happened since then, over the last little while since he's come back? Oh, yeah, let's turn him into Pee Wee Herman, Paul Rubens, 2019, a la 1986, and make him look like a joke at the same time. Yeah, let's continue to find a way to slap everyone across the face, however, as far as the audience go, by doing this cheesy gimmick week after week and bore everyone to tears at the same time. Speaking of Alexa, however, she took on Naomi as Naomi challenged her to a match after Naomi basically got up in her face and told her that she didn't deserve a spot in the money in the bank, and I would agree with Naomi. And what happened there, Alexa? Oh, that's right. You were crying like a little bitch, however, because you were basically felt that you got cheated because you didn't have your shoes tied in time for your match. Oh, boo friggity who on you, Alexa. What is this? A romper room in kindergarten that you need your little binky, that you need a little cookie, and you need to go see your mommy because you didn't uh, uh, beat the match on your favor, and that you should have felt that it should have been your favor rather than Naomi's? Oh, boo, hoo, hoo, hoo. Give me a freaking break. Then we go to another segment I'm going to have a nice little rant on, however, and that is my girl Becky Lynch, however. Not to say anything bad about my girl, because I will not say that much bad about my girl unless it's necessary. But, of course, Becky comes out and basically talks about her upcoming match at Money in the Bank. But, yes, who decides to ruin it? Oh, yeah, none other than little, that little lackluster southern slut herself, however, the piece of... Uh, the sassy Southern Bowers, I call her the sassy Southern slut, the Marilyn Monroe, Betty Page, wannabe, blonde bimbo herself, the piece of elephant dung that she is, our lackluster Lacey Evans. And, of course, what happens? She decides to run her hoarse little mouth out against my girl, and she couldn't keep her freaking mouth and legs her legs closed and her mouth shut at the same time. And as a result, Becky got in a few shots on... Uh, Let's just say the sassy celebrate. Once again, she says to my girl, however, I'm a real man. I'm, I know what to do with a real man, and I'm, I, I'll show you what I can do with a real man. Yeah, we know what you can do with a real man, Lacey. And that's sleep with everyone because you basically slept with everyone in the front office to get your title opportunity to go up against Becky because you felt that you deserved it this soon. No, you didn't, honey. You just basically showed what a total slut that you are, Howard, by sleeping your way with anybody and everything to get your way. That's how much of a slut you really are. Anyway... We go to the next match, Hawkinson Ryder versus The Revival versus the Shave the Back Boys of Dash and Dawson. And unfortunately, the tag champs find a way once again to embarrass Dash and Dawson. So, yeah, apparently The Revival were given a five-year contract, apparently for 500 k Howard, to stay with the company. What did, and unfortunately, they didn't take it because I think they needed some time to think about it, or they just decided to reject it. But what happens because of this? Oh, yeah, let's find a way to embarrass the revival yet again by slapping them across the face, however, against a total bunch of arrogant little uh, prudes in the form of Hawkins and Ryder. Speaking of prudes, let's talk about another rant I'm going to have here tonight on the Icebreaker. And believe me, I'm having a lot of these tonight. And if I'm going on and rambling on and on over and over again. I'm sorry to tell you, sorry guys, but I am just so worked up about last time because it is not even funny. What happens next? Oh yes, we have Mr. Ole 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 himself. Yes folks, that total little scumbag, Sami Zayn, however. And once again, Sami Zayn, just to quote Chris Jericho, couldn't shut his goddamn mouth and 
find a way to keep his mouth quiet. No, he couldn't. And because of this, how he said once again, Howard, it was everyone's fault the way he is, Howard, and it's the way he has been uh, acting, Howard. No, Sammy, tell us something else, Howard, this week that we haven't heard from you in the past few weeks, Howard. You continue to blame everyone for your problems. You continue to basically say it was their fault, Howard, that turned their back on you. No, if I remember correctly, Sammy, it was your stupid little jackass mouth that couldn't keep quiet when you left, however, about 10 months ago when you started to run down people like Bobby Lashley and his family and find a way to insult them, however, by basically acting like a total jackass. And what happens when you come back? Oh, yeah, let's pick it up where we left off again, however, 10 months later by doing the same thing. Only this time, however, you're not taking apart Bobby Lashley and his family. You're taking apart the entire WWE universe and blaming them for your problems. So here's the thing, Sammy, as far as that goes. Why don't you, Lacey Evans and Baron Corbin, I'll go back to NXT, or just basically give a rub and tug with each other in the locker room, blow each other, real nice and good, because you three obviously suck so much you know what. It's not even funny. Seriously. Then we go to Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio, which was an okay match, but once again, uh, this could have been just a little bit better, although... Ray did even the score with Samoa Joe, however, after what happened at WrestleMania. Now that begs the question, are we going to see a third match maybe this coming week in Cincinnati, possibly for the title, or maybe at Money in the Bank where Ray finally wins the title against Joe? We'll have to wait and see. But what have they done with both of these guys as of late? I mean, it seems like they're going in different directions with both of these guys. I mean, Ray, who knows how much longer he's going to continue to wrestle. That's the big question now. Not to say I want him to retire, but I think it's time for Ray to maybe consider hanging up or maybe being a mentor to his young son, Dominic, who's trying to get into the business. And as far as Joe goes, however, I mean, I wish they would do something better with him. I mean, they just continue to just waste him time after time after time. Then we go to the contract signing, which was pretty damn good, Howard. I will say this, Howard. I'm looking forward to this matchup coming up at Money in the Bank with these two. And the way it ended, I thought was pretty damn good as well. So, yeah, overall, Howard, Raw was once again a total cluster, you know what, of a show. And on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the highest, 1 being the lowest, I'm giving this show a negative 5 out of a negative 10 out of 10. This was absolutely, well, actually, no, strike that. This show was actually maybe a two, give me a minute, I just need to think here. Yeah, between two, almost a two and a quarter, just shy of two and a half out of ten. And as far as SmackDown goes, how I haven't heard too much about SmackDown except for one thing, but we'll probably get an update here in a second. I will say this, how after I read what happened on SmackDown, I can only imagine that I'm going to have an even bigger rant tomorrow night. I actually do have some. Let me go ahead and bring that here to you, Thank you very much for that icebreaker for Raw for tonight. Let me go ahead and bring you like so. I've got about five updates here from, from SmackDown here. Number one, apparently Kofi Kingston got a measure of payback on Kevin Owens, attacking his money in the bank opponent for apparently what he did to Xavier Woods earlier in the night. Uh, as for the as for the SmackDown women who will be representing the women who will be representing SmackDown in the Women's Money in the Bank ladder match, it is <clears throat> Bailey, Ember Moon. Carmella and Mandy Rose. You know, oh, good. Let's find a way. To, let's find a way to slap freaking Sonya Deville across the face again. Let's have baby little crybaby Bailey in the match. Let's have Carmella, the Jersey whore, once again involved. Oh, goody. Let's make this a total joke, even bigger. Another one. Roman Reigns defeats the B team in a one-on-two handicap match with Elias as a special guest referee and enforcer. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. 
and I mean, that's that's one thing I will go on a rant about. I mean, do we really need to have Roman versus Elias at freaking, uh, I mean, Money in the Bank? No, we do not. I agree with that. Uh, of course, you mentioned earlier who represent the men in SmackDown. Ben Balor, Ali, Andrade, and Randy Orton represent SmackDown in the, in the uh, Money in the Bank ladder match. And a little bit of a twist. The Hardy Boys have relinquished the SmackDown tag team titles as Jeff Hardy will require surgery due to an injury. Wow. That, well, that leads to the question. Let me ask you this question. I'm going to ask Fonzie this question, too. Does this mean Jeff's done? I think his career's done. It has to be. No. I'm sorry. He's No, I think he's done. His knee's shot. His knee is shot. He cannot wrestle no more. I'm sorry. He cannot keep wrestling. Well, no he has he a surgery because of what happened to that fucking goofball who came out again. Yeah, but, and yeah, but think about, but think about right though. Tonight. Yeah, but Fonzie, think about though. I mean, even Chad will back me on this too. Since he's come back to the WWE, he has had more bumps and bruises in the last several years than he's had prior to the first time. <laughs> come on. You know it's wrestling. Come on. They've been there I know, for but years. Yeah, uh-huh. but I think it's time. But I think it's time to give te- other teams a chance. It's time to give guys like Alistair Black and Ricochet. It's time to give guys like Gallows and Anderson their credit. I mean, Gallows and Anderson keep being pushed off the side, but let's give guys like uh, Ricochet and Black. Let's give guys. I mean, I hate to say it, I'm not gonna say like the B team, but let's give other teams, the War Raiders, a chance to run with the ball. I think it's time to hang it up once and for all. Seriously. Well, you know what's gonna happen. They're going to give it to the B team, as always. always. It, it, you know, yep. They don't deserve it. You know? oh, I, agree. I agree. So, but I don't know. Okay. Well, I don't know what's going to happen with that. So, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, very, very good points all around here, guys. We do thank you very much there. Uh, J.D., of course, John and Fonzie, for giving your thoughts about, about, uh, about Raw last night. Uh, um, now, uh, John did say a couple more things right after he gave his review here while, of course, while Fonzie and JD gave theirs, uh, let me, let me see, let me, let me see what I can, let me see what I can find here, what he said. Uh, he says he likes set up, he likes to set up for the bank match. He also says he thinks, uh, hold on one second, let me find it here. Uh, he's the thing to make the club more useful than Gallows and Anderson with AJ Styles. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, I would that you know, truth be told, that has been the one. That is the one match, like I said, that is going to be the show stealer of Money in the Bank. It really is. Well, and I think it, those it guys will. can go twenty twenty five minutes. I really do. John thinks the only way the WWE needs to sell their product is to bring back CM Punk and have Punk and WWE resell their differences, but will they do it? Kind of hard to say, John, but we'll have to wait and see what all happens. Well, we know CM Punk was at an independent show under a mask, and they're talking about doing something big, maybe, maybe at AEW. And by the way, Columbus did win two to one, so they now lead the series two to one in that. Seeing as they beat uh, Boston tonight. But let me ask you guys this question. I know we say never say never, but could CM Punk show up at All or Nothing, the EW show, in three weeks? What is that sound? I don't know. What is that noise, Fonzie? What is that noise? What? I don't know. It's so me. 
Yeah. Hold on. Hey, sure. I thought you were scraping something off of a plate or something. Um, <clears throat> wait, is there anyone else on the line? Besides nobody, us nobody else is here. No. But when, when that sound when that sound came on, Fonzie's square popped up. So apparently it was coming from. It's not it's me, because I'm not in the square. I know that. But I know you're not square. No, I'm not fucking square. I know you're not square, but Fonzie and I are around. <laughs> by the way, I will tell you that I did get, by the way, the Andre the Giant DVD guys get it at today, your local Walmart. Definitely worth checking out. Okay. If WWE continues to go down like this, they will lose to the revival. They will lose Ali. They will lose Samoa Joe, Sasha Banks, Finn Balor, yep. Caleb, Natalia, Shuka Nakamura, Rusev, Cesaro, and all the, and all the others. The only person that has no one to blame will be, will be Mr. Man himself. Well, they're going to, first off, they're going to, first off, John's right about Nakamura. They're going to lose Nakamura, Rusev, and Lana, I think. You might as well just say right now, they're going to be gone. I think, if I'm them right now, I'd say right now at this point, I, um, I'd be out of here so fast. My, they, would, they would have to mail me my last check. I would tell WWE, just mail me my last check right now. Yeah, yeah I would agree. No, I have no it's no excuse for what Vince has done to Raw since 2012. And take over the business. Because everyone will go to WWE headquarters, march to Vince's office with knives and guns, and Vince will know how it feels to be embarrassed. And Fonzie, I think, had to leave it. So that sound apparently that was coming from him. But he, did, he probably didn't know what that was. But okay. John, uh, John says he had an off had an off-screen leader behind the scenes for killing Owen Hart in May of 99 and also Benoit in June of 2007. So, I mean, we'll just have to wait and see what all happens with this. I mean, like I said, AEW is going, is going to have their ultimate proof coming up, as J.D., as you said, in about three weeks from this Saturday. Three weeks from Saturday, to- yeah, May 25th. May 25th, folks. Mark that on your calendar. The MGM Grand Garnering, of course, the big matches. I mean, I'm telling you right now, I'm, I'm going to pull up the card here in a second, but I can tell you right now, you look at that show from top to bottom, it is going to be a stacked card. I mean, you've got some of the best wrestlers out there, like I said. Hold on, I'm going to pull it up right now while I'm talking to you guys or nothing. Yeah, here it is. Yeah, here are the matches. you got Hangman, you got Hangman Adam Page versus Pac, P-A-C. You got SoCal Uncensored, Christopher Daniels, Frankie is there, and Scorpio Sky versus SEMA, B-I-M-A, uh, which, of course, uh, wrestled for Oriental Wrestle Entertainment, however, and better known as Nobu Oshima, if you will, and two other guys. Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho is going to be a great singles match. This is going to be your main event. Dr. Britt Baker, who I think is Adam Cole's uh, girlfriend, versus Nyla Rose versus Kylie Ray in a three-way. Cody versus Dustin Rhodes. That is going to be a hell of a match in itself. Sonny Kim versus Kip Saban versus Brandon Cutler versus Ace Romero versus Glacier, believe it or not. I don't know if that's the same. I think, yeah, it's the same Glacier from WCW formerly. Versus Brian Pillman Jr., Brian Pillman's son versus Sunny Days, versus MJF, versus Joey Janela, versus to be announced in an over-the-budget battle royal. And then, of course, you got the Young Bucks, Matt Jackson and Nick Jackson, versus the Lucha Brothers, Pentagon Jr. and Ray Fenix, 
F-E-N-I-X, and Reyes, R-E-Y. But, folks, I'm telling you, you've got seven matches on this show. Like I said, however, you're going to find out probably in the next two weeks before even the show takes place in Vegas that they're going to announce TNT or TBS as their new network home. You've got seven great matches at Double or Nothing Plus. You've got Fighter Fest coming up in June. Already three matches have been signed for that. Cody versus Darby Allen, A-L-L-I-N. The Elite, Omega, Jackson and the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega versus Pac and the Lucha Brothers in a six-man tag. I mean, so far, you've got two good shows coming up, however, in Daytona Beach and in Las Vegas within the next, within the next couple months. So right now, WWE better be very, very much, I wouldn't say on their uh, A-game, but I would say right now they have to be on their toes because right now, like I said, these next two months, however, are going to be very interesting, especially the Double or Nothing show coming up three weeks from Saturday. That is going to be an epic event in itself. Well, without a doubt, yes, indeed. So we'll just have to wait and see. But wait to what all happens here. Like I said, will Money in Bank be, be the savior of WWE, or will AEW dominate after what happens on May 25th? That will be the ultimate question here. This is going to be the, this is this month is going to be the deciding factor on where that shift of power will go in the world of wrestling. But will it be WWE still dominating, or will AEW kind of kind of knock WWE off its pedestal and stand atop of it for a pretty good period of time? We'll have to wait and see what happens there. You know, it's, uh, what did you think of the Crockett Cup? Actually, I meant to ask you since it was in your neck of the woods this past weekend. I know I've heard good things about the Crockett Cup. I read a little something about that. It's, it turned out to be it didn't disappoint. It. Uh, they didn't. 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 They 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 kept the tradition going of what uh, of um, <clears throat> what uh, um, of what it was back in the day. Uh, and I just saw a picture here about when the Hardy Boys were relinquishing the belts. Lars Sullivan attacked Matt Hardy. It seemed in a picture. Oh boy! Uh, I'm surprised he hasn't entered himself in Money in the Bank. I really am surprised. You'd think he would. Maybe maybe it's too early. I don't know. Yeah, maybe it is. I agree. Maybe it'll be five. Uh, let's give this one more time here, folks. One six zero five five six two zero four four four. Call ID one three eight zero five five pound. This is episode six sixty two of Revolution. Here, this is of course uh, Tuesday, April thirtieth, two thousand and nineteen, the last day of the month of April for this year. Mr. WWS, Chad Hinchild, the Iceman, Jared D. Geralmo, and the Human Suplex Machine, John Bruss, here with you on Talk Show. Uh, also, like I said, we didn't say here, I think we still have only one person that joined us on our live video. This is what they US. said. This is what uh, Vince McMahon said after he uh, got the titles away from the Hardys, probably and, and sarcastically as best he could. Thank you, Greenwald. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, there you go. And also, like I said, uh, join, join, uh, we had one, of course, join, uh, join us on our live video feed earlier from UFC US. And as, of course, your friend and mine, of course, the general manager of Heaven Wrestling Federation and a WWE US Hall of Famer, and, of course, the host of his own little podcast that JD talks about all the time. The Captain Hornets podcast for all your independent wrestling zone, independent wrestling needs, however, 
check out the Captain Corners podcast and also the Heaven Wrestling Federation where Captain Dave Spieler runs his tight ship uh, very well. And like I said, the Captain Corners, the Captain's Corners podcast is very, like on Friday and Saturday nights, mostly when he does his ind- covers the independent scene in his neck of the woods of Jersey in that area. I believe it's in New Jersey. You'll have to message him or find out. how. But definitely look it on, on Facebook.com. Again, I believe it is every Friday and Saturday night he does it, however, once a month, however, every week, however, usually Friday and Saturday night, which, again, is the Captain Corners podcast. And like I said, the Heaven Wrestling Federation work, he puts up some of the best uh, past and present, however, referring to our good friend, Captain Dave Spieler. Thank you so much here, J.D., for that. Also, ladies and gentlemen, uh, of course, coming up tomorrow night here, uh, we our triple threat Wednesday. Don't forget, WWS Outside the Ropes. 141-387-POUND, as uh, we bring you some stories here from the world of pop culture from 411mania.com. The Iceman here will be bringing us his, uh, uh, <clears throat> or wait a minute, I think, what did you say, tomorrow you weren't going to be here at all? J.D., is that correct? What's that? Is it, you said tomorrow you're not going to be available at all? No, I will. I will be around. However, it's uh, next Thursday. I won't be around. Uh, the fifteenth, I will not be. Well, Thursday night. The next uh, Thursday, I will not be here. And the fifteenth, I will not be here. That's correct. Yeah. But no, I should okay. be around tomorrow night. Okay. All right. So outside of the road, JD Walsh will have his thoughts about the box office report, which of course had a had one movie that kind of really dominated the whole thing, and it got three hundred fifty million. It's first week, one point five. Billion in his first week, and they continue to break office records, break box office records, and who knows, they might be close to 500 million, over 500 million by the end of the week. We'll see. Absolutely. And of course, think about what the DVD and online sales are going to be for that once it becomes available. Absolutely. Uh, also, don't forget WWS Wrestling Debate, uh, 139925 pound. Of course, talk about Raw, SmackDown. The bank, AEW, and other stuff will be talked will be of course addressed at from eight to nine tomorrow night. And then of course, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we're kind of, we're hoping that this will go forward. We'll keep you advised of this. But don't forget Revolution tomorrow night from nine to eleven. From of course our live video feed from our group dedicated to ring to Ring of Honor, ROHUS Honor of the Ring. Uh, <clears throat> of course, ladies and gentlemen, due to some technical concerns, uh, we're we're hoping, like I said, we will be on we will Revolution. Here tomorrow night, but we will definitely keep you informed in some manner as to when, as to whether or not that will be the case. But if we are, I will let you know. Like news of music, history, and birthdays, we'll be of course talking about what happened tonight on SmackDown. You heard some of the things that we just now mentioned, and we'll have of course other things to talk about here as well coming up tomorrow night as our Triple Threat Wednesday, of course, on the radio network, starting at 6:30 p.m. tomorrow evening. Well, like I said, I was, I was hoping to get Fonzie involved in here with this, but uh, uh, but I came up with a little something over the weekend. Here. Um, but I but I but I figured, you know, um, but I guess he, he couldn't stay on for long. Um, but to hopefully we get a chance to talk to him later on here soon. I came up with, like I said, you know, combining two of our favorite things, of course, wrestling and family feud. And um, and we're going. I'm going to add a little bit of a twist to this. This is something I came up with my own design. Uh, <clears throat> and of course, and, and forgive me if, if um, 
uh, excuse me, not that, but uh, but like I said, we're going to do this. If you remember, of course, uh, one of the rounds from the old game show named that tune. We're going to do it in that manner. Um, but this is this is like I said, going to be a family, this is going to be a family feud. Uh, of course, a fam a family feud uh, right here. My own design. Uh, we have more answers to this right here than, of course, what what we've been uh, filling around with right here. Uh, on our family feud cards here in recent memory, but so JD and John, are you in for this? Yep. John, are you in for it? Okay. All right. Now here, here, here is first off. Like I said, <clears throat> I will tell you that this survey I have, and this is like I said. Um, I will go ahead and tell you that 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 there are there are of course more uh, uh, answers to this uh, survey question than what you would find on like on the typical family feud cards. And when I talk about this, has a aspect of the old game show named that tune. That means out of this many, how many do you think? How many of the how many of the number I'm about to give you can you name? And the highest number, uh, which obviously will be the number that is on the board, will, like I said, have to guess every single one of them. So, okay. so, so, so JD and John, if you understand that, uh, hopefully I'll be able to explain this. Yeah, stuff I think so. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> there are fourteen answers. To this survey. Once I see what the question is, my question to both of you is how many of that number can you name? And I will go back and forth. And like I said, whichever one, if you reach up to the number, if you reach up to all, you can name all 14 of them, then you get the opportunity to guess. However, here's the twist if you don't get all 14, if you, if you, if you, if you uh, if you um, and I'll tell you where each one of them are at, by the way, in terms of what number because there's okay, I'll tell you where, where, where they're in what space they're located at. Basically, I just broke these down just um, just by memory. Okay, so forgive me if I miss if any of I have been missed. I apologize if that's the case. All right, <clears throat> all right, fourteen answers, guys. The question is. Name all the members past or past from the beginning to to the most recent. We'll say all the members of the four horsemen. JD, I will ask you out of fourteen, how many of them can you answer? What was the what, what's the question? Sorry about that. Sorry. Past or mo, past or from, 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 from the beginning to the most recent time. That this was this yeah. group was in this group was in existence. Name all the members of the name name all name the, the superstars that have been involved in the four horsemen. I can name twelve of, of them. You made twelve. Okay, John JD says he can name twelve. Do you want to go for a higher there, or do you want to let JD you, uh, take it? Oh, 
fluff each other. Right. I dare you to. <laughs> John, John uh, saying, telling you, JD, to take it. Okay, and remember, JD. Oh, okay, John. If, if, if the names are up, if the names are up there, I will tell you in what, tell you where I placed them. We'll just say it that way, okay? So, all right. All right. Okay. All right. All right. JD says he can name twelve out of the fourteen answers. So JD, uh, but don't go too fast. So I have an opportunity to tell you where the, where, where where I placed these. Okay. I, okay. Okay. Go. Ahead. Go. So. Rick Flair. Number one. Arn Anderson. Number two. Ole Anderson. Number ten. Polly Blanchard. Number three. James J. Dillon. Number nine. Lex Luger. Number five. Barry Windham. Number four. So so far. Ding. Well, okay, okay, well, okay. Well, hold on. That was number six. Let me name up what you got so far to help me keep count. Okay, you got Flair. Double A, Telly Blanchard, Barry Windham, Luger, Sting. <clears throat> um, let's see. So that that's six right there. Then you got JJ uh, Dillon and Ole Anderson. So you've got eight so far. You got four more that you have to try to name. Brian Pillman. Number eight. Benoit. Number thirteen. Kurt Henning. Not on the board. Okay. Dean Malenko. Number 11. Okay. Let me see what you got so far. You got Flair, Double A, Tully, Barry Windham, Lex Luger, Sting. You got six. Pillman is seven. J.J. Dillon is eight. Ole Anderson is nine. <clears throat> and Benoit is ten. You've got ten. Okay. If you name... Two more, JD, and you can pull it off. I said Malenko's eleven. We got Malenko, right? Okay, well, Malenko. Malenko is actually number eleven on the board, and that's your eleventh choice. And what is and name and, and name if you can name a twelfth one, you got it. Brian Pillman. You already said Pillman. Oh, okay. Uh Jeff Jarrett. You got all twelve. There you go. Okay, you did it. Whew. So. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let me, let me go ahead and name what you got, and I'll tell you what the remaining answers are that, that, that didn't get chosen. Okay. You got number one, Claire, obviously. Number two, you got number two, double A. You got number three, Tully. You got number four, Barry Windham. You got number five, Lex Luger. You got number six, Steam. You got number eight, Brian Pillman. You got <clears throat> number nine, JJ Dillon. You got number 10, Ole Anderson. You got number 11, Dean Malenko. You got number 12, Jeff Jerry. And you got number 13, Chris Benoit. Uh, uh, out of curiosity, um, well, I, well, I'll tell, I'll, I'll tell you what the other two are, and I'm sure you probably would, would recall them here as well. Number seven, Paul Roma. I was gonna say, and the other one, you know, I know the other one, Sid Vicious. There you go. That's it. Now, I don't know if there was any more, but those are the only ones that came to mind. Nope. So. I, I, I did name Mongo, and I thought Mongo or Kurt Henning would have been on the board. Mongo, that was another one I didn't write. Okay, that gone. I knew I missed one. Okay. 
I got what well, Kerr Henning was to I, I forgot the right Kerr Henning and Mongo. Okay. Um, so the actually actually so I so I missed a couple of them. So that's I will make it add it onto the list. And like I said, if anybody else wants to take a shot at it, um then I'm I'm still making up some more of these. Uh I wanted to give this a trial run to see how see, see what everybody thought of this. So like I said, I'll be coming up. Hopefully I wish they'd do this some of this online. Or you can make your own board online. That would be great if you could. So um okay. Uh, speaking of family, how about we do an actual survey off of one of the cars here? If everyone's up the game for that. All right. All right, John, you up for it? Yeah, about 20 minutes before we close out the show tonight. Okay, John. Okay, this is this is a this is a small one right here, and like I said, I mean, and this time around here, guys, I will tell you. I'll tell you how many people said each answer, which, is, which would be a little bit of a benefit right here. All right. Top five answers on the board, guys. Listen to this question very carefully. Name any card game. I'll repeat the question. Name any card game. All right, J.D., I'll start with you first. Five answers. Hi. Ready. Okay, well, okay, I'll repeat the question again. Name any card game. Five, five, five answers. Poker. Number one is poker. 45 people said poker. John, four more answers to the left. Name any card game. John says roulette. That's a good answer, John. That is not on the board. All right, JD, four more answers. He, he said roulette. He said roulette. roulette. That is a good one. That is a good guess, John. I was thinking that too. Uh, blackjack. Number two, eight people said blackjack. How black is Jack? I don't know. <laughs> All right, John, three more answers left to go. Name any card game. Oh, well, that woke me up. Mm. And John, John says, John says, um, no, John, card game, C-A-R-D, card game. Not like driving car. So far, John, poker and blackjack have been said. <clears throat> yes, ladies and gentlemen, this belch on WWS Revolution is being brought to you tonight by Diet Pepsi. Diet Pepsi, zero sugar, zero calories, great Pepsi taste. Be sure to get it in the 20 ounce bottle, of course, aluminum cans, and also two liter bottle as well. Enjoy it with your friends and family here today. Diet Pepsi. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. And John says he cannot decide. So, uh, JD, three more answers left. Name any card game. 
uh, I'm going to say poker, uh, blackjack. I'm going to say uh, hearts. Good answer. Not on the board. Uh, John, did you want to take another shot at this question? John says he's good. He said he doesn't want to take another shot. Uh, JD, three more to go. Do you want to give it another try? Yeah, I'm going to say poker. We're going to see poker, blackjack. We're going to go with... We're not going to do... What about rummy? Gin rummy. Number four, gin rummy. Four people said it. Uh, two more to go. Two more to go, JD. Let's go with. Uh, we're gonna play. Uh, uh, hearts. I think. Uh, uh, I think you said hearts already. I did say hearts. Okay. All right. Rummy, poker, blackjack. Blackjack. blackjack uh, hearts. Oh, darn it, darn it, darn it, darn it. Uh, let me think here, let me think here. Uh, we're going to do... Spades? What, 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 repeat that one, you said? Spades. Number five is spades. Four people said that. And one more, J.D., uh, we're going to play, uh, a little bit of, uh, uh, I'm going to pass on this one. I, I'm sure I'm going to remember the answer once I know, but I think I got it up for now. Well, good guesses all around, but, uh, JD and John, um, in any card game, you did get number one, poker, number two, blackjack, number four, gin rummy, number five, spades, number three, bridge. And five That's people the one. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I should have said that. Darn it. Okay. Uh, well, let's see here. Uh, I'll tell you what we'll do here. I'll, I'll tell you what we'll do here. We haven't done this in a while. Uh, <clears throat> hmm. Going back with uh, some of this that, you, that, we, that we did last week here. Um, um Using um, just primarily your li- yours and John's list here that you made, uh, of course, on the show last week. Uh, I'm going to, <clears throat> um, from the Superstar Shakeup, let's say. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to make a big event here con- uh, concerning um, uh, involving superstars from both several superstars JD from your lineup and several superstars from uh, from uh, John's lineup so All right. okay uh, first off right here uh, let's see here uh, you will have give me just a second here uh, okay 
Oh, JD, two of JD's guys will start off the event right here with a one-on-one matchup here pitting Adam Cole, baby, versus Magnum TA. This will be a good match, and you know what? It's going to be a good 20-25 minute fight. I'm going to take Cole, a close one. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay, very good. Let's see, I think Fonzie just made it made it back on here, and John's actually going to take Adam Cole in that match. Um, and Fonzie didn't make it back on. Fonzie, uh, if you remember the list that we made last week of, of our own superstar shakeup, I'm setting up, a, I'm acting like I'm doing a event involving uh, superstars that you, John, and I'm going to put you, involve you in it now, there, Fonz. Um, um, putting superstars from your lineup and John's lineup and JD's lineup in, in the same event. Uh, that, if, that's, uh, if that's okay? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, all right. Next one here will come from John's roster right here. Um, <clears throat> let's see here. John's John's got a John's got a good one right here. Uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, ooh, let's see. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. John is going to have a handicap match hitting the Dudley Boys versus Yokozuna. Oh, that's getting tricky. Uh, John, that's right. John, uh, since this was involving some of your guys here, the Dudley Boys versus Yokozuna in the handicap match, who do you think will pull off the win here? John says, oh, no, the Dudley Boys. <laughs> JD, what do you think here? Handicap match, Dudley's versus Yokozuna. Sorry, Dudley's. You're going to get squashed. Fonzie? Dudley's versus Yokozuna handicap match. He's going to get a smelly butt right on their faces. Yokozuna. Ooh, Ooh not bad. Very good indeed there. Uh, Fonzie. Uh, and, and John says something about Superstar Shake-Up again next year. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> okay. Fonzie, uh, we're going to do a ladies' match out of your lineup right here, bud. Just kind of blend, blend in a little bit right here. And it is going to be... Uh, da, 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 da. It's going to be a women's... It's going to be a... Let's see. No, wait. No, no, no. no. I see. Uh, well, as soon as I look here, I'll let you know what it's going to be. <laughs> let's see. Ooh, okay. Oh, this is good. Oh, John says let's do this again next year during the time of the Superstar Shakeup. Okay, well, we'll we'll do it again, John. I will definitely think about that. JD, yeah, let's, make a, let's make another. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm remember to mark that down. Yep, that's a good idea, John. Yep, good idea. Good, okay. All right, Fonzie's ma- Fonzie's matchup here is going to be. I'm going to change it around, Fonz. Instead of doing a women's match, I'm going to I'm going to do something else. I got it right here. I got oh, this is good right here. The British Bulldog versus Larry Zabisco. Ooh. Fonzie, yeah. your thoughts here. The Bulldog versus Zabisco. 
draw. JD, Bulldog versus Zabisco. I'm going to say the Bulldog in a close one. John, the British Bulldog versus Larry Zabisco. And will Zabisco whip him around like he did Eric Bischoff at Starcade in 97, which I, that was one of my favorite yeah. matches. That is a good match, though. That is a very John, good match. So. John, John says Bulldog before we went off here today. Okay, JD, we we'll go back to your lineup here. Uh, uh, tell you what, we're going, we're going, we're going to give you the ladies match here. We're going to let you do the first ladies. I would be glad here, to take the ladies match. Well, yeah. I'm sure you would. Uh, we'll make you the ref. How's that sound? Okay, we'll make you. We'll make JD. That the works. Okay, uh, this is going to be very interesting here to say the least. Nikki Cross versus Stacy Keebler. Holy cow! <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, JD? Uh, <laughs> This is going to be a good match, uh, but you know what? I think Nikki is going to play. Stacy, uh, you got to think how our Stacy would have a chance here. Uh, good luck, Stacy, because Nikki's not going to play with you at all. She's going to show no mercy on you. I'm going to take Nikki. Yeah. Stacy will be John. in my bed later, though. Oh, okay. Uh, John, Nikki Cross versus Stacy Keeper. And JD will become one of Keebler's, one of Keebler's elves. <laughs> that is very true. Yeah. Because he has something in common. He knows how to pack the fudge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, don't laugh all at once. Heck on it. Okay. John says, John says Nikki Cross. Uh, Fonzie, Nikki Cross versus Stacy Keebler. Who do you think will pull off the win here? Uh, I'm going to go with nice, nice. I'm going to go with these legs by Stacey Keeler. She's got legs. She's going she's gonna to wrap her long legs around Nikki Cross's head. And squeeze the shit out of it. Oh my lord! All right, John. John's uh, John's next matchup here. This is going to be very interesting here, uh, <laughs> and I'm going to make this a tag team match here, as Triple H will team up with King Harley Race versus the duo of Raven and Bray Wyatt. Holy cow! Whoa! That, yeah, that, that's a blockbuster there. John, who do you think your Triple H and Harley Race versus Raven and Bray Wyatt? John says Triple H and Harley Race. Uh, JD, who do you think here will win? I'm going to say the same. Okay, Fonzie? Uh, I'll be Triple back H in a second, guys. Okay, uh, thank you very much, JD. Fonzie, Triple H and Harley Race versus Raven and Bray Wyatt. Hi, hi, Bray Wyatt. Hi. <laughs> yeah, the All right, the next one here, Fonzie. Uh, the match I'll choose for you will be as follows. <clears throat> Not that, by the way. Oh, Lord. Good. Uh, hmm. Well. 
Well, How about we put JD's uh, naked ass up, up and whoever wins, slap <laughs> his ass naked. <laughs> no, 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 no. Honestly, I, I don't know if JD's Uh-oh. That's what I, that's what I, and I, I can tell you something. I put that picture. I put that I know, picture. I know, I saw line. that. <laughs> the first person that responded to that was Ann, and she went, Ew. Yeah, I know. I, I saw that. The same thing. Get this JD sent me the picture or something, or the video or whatever. Wow. Oh, wow. That's a that horrible sight. That's a horrible sight right. when I see JD in a thong. Wow. Oh well, well, well. It might be. It could be worse. Could be G string. Ooh. Oh. Get the boss. Okay, never mind. Okay, God. Okay. Anyway, Fonzie, I got your match. I got your match set up right here. This is perfect. This is excellent. I think you will. I think you will give this to Fonzie seal seal of approval right here. Uh, it'll be Seth Rollins defending the Universal Championship against. The one, the King of Hearts, Owen Hart. Oh, wow! What do you think, Fonzie? I'm gonna say I'm gonna go with a D draw. I okay. love these two guys. Okay, uh, John, uh, the Universal Universal Championship match. John's going with Seth Rollins here to, to win this. JD, are you back? I think he wanted no, to put no. a new song on. Uh, okay, don't make me picture that. Oh, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Bunzoy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear God. I, I, you do what you made me do now. Oh. <laughs> JD. Fonzie, that could have been a whole lot worse, and no disrespect intended. That could have been you or me. Oh God! Oh jeez! Oh no! <laughs> okay, yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Maybe we'll look sexy better than JD, probably. Sweet. Uh yeah, probably. <laughs> I was. I don't think I'm gonna see you know somebody like JD rather than uh, um um. Well, it could have been a lot better on a circus elephant, maybe. I don't know. Oh jeez. Okay. I don't know. I can't. I can't think today. Jeez, I can't think. All right, JD, are you back with us? No. JD. Oh, he fell in the can. He fell in the toilet. Oh, wow. boy. He fell in that toilet. I'll tell you what, while we wait for JD, I'll do one out of my personal uh, list right here. Let's see. Uh, I'll, yeah, oh, okay. I got it here. Okay, I got it here. Let me see. We're going to do a tag team match right here. That's going to pit uh, the Hall of Famers Harlem Heat versus the team of yeah, I got it. Okay, the team of Tito Santana and Jimmy Superfly Snuka. 
Uh, John, I'll ask you first. Harlem Heat versus Tito Santana and Jimmy Snuka. Uh, uh-huh. It's got enriched diarrhea. Uh, John says, as much as he loves Harlem Heat, he's going to go with the tandem duo of Tito and Jimmy Snuka. All right, Fonzie, let me ask you Harlem Heat versus Tito Santana and Jimmy Snuka Fly Snuka. Jimmy Fly Snuka. Okay. Uh, JD, are you back with us? Hi. (laughs) Hi, I'm I'm Jeremy. <laughs> okay, I'll tell you. Hold on, I, I got it right here. This one. Hold on, say, hi, I'm Jared D. When I'm not talking about wrestling on, on the WWS Radio Network, I walk around in my bedroom all day wearing nothing but a thong, and that's what. <laughs> that's the ugliest sight. That's the ugliest sight ever. Oh. There he is. The song yeah, man is back. <laughs> I'm going to pay for that one there. Okay, uh, JD, here, here's the one that Fonzie did right here. Uh, I can't get yeah, off of Fonzie's list, and then I did one off of my list while we were waiting on you here. Let me get your thoughts about this. Universal Championship on the line, Seth Rollins defending against Owen Hart. Raw. There you go. And the one I did just now was a tag team match. Harlem Heat versus the team of Tito Santana and Jimmy Superfly Snooker. Draw. There we go again. (laughs) Hi, I'm here. Okay. Hi, I'm Jared D. Gerondo, and of course, you, you may have heard you may have heard me on the WWS Radio Network, and I'm giving my fairest opinions on everything going on in the world of wrestling, sports, and all that. But when I'm not too busy talking to everybody here, especially especially all my comrades on the radio network, I walk around my bedroom all day wearing nothing but a thong. <laughs> yeah, I knew you saw that. I knew you guys saw that video today. <laughs> oh. Fuzzy, bring me the bark yeah. back. Oh, bring me the bark back. Uh, that'd be the ugliest sight ever to see JD and nothing but a thong on. Jeez. JD, if you hadn't sent me that pic, man, I wouldn't be doing all this, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gee. Crazy. Okay. All right, JD. One, okay, I'll tell you what. We'll do one more off of JD's list, and then we'll call it an evening here because I'm about, uh, ready, to, I'm about ready to uh, woof. Okay, we're going to do a mixed tag team match here. Okay, man and woman versus man and woman right here. Okay, we are going to do. Uh, could it be Satan? Sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, I got it right here. We're going to do the team of Ric Flair and JD's girl Becky Lynch. Ooh, like that will ever happen, but. There you go. Versus the team. Of, uh, I got it. Okay, I got it right here. Um, oh, 
book here. Well, I thought I had it. Hang on. Hang on a second. I, okay, I got it right here. Uh, well, who did I say? I said Ric Flair and Becky Lynch versus, yeah. and I'm, I'm going to go back and use one that I used a little while ago, uh, against the duo of Eddie Guerrero and Nikki Cross. Ooh, that is going to be another draw. John, um, Ric Flair and Becky Lynch versus um, Eddie Guerrero and Nikki Cross. John says Ric Flair and Becky Lynch will win it, much to Charlotte's disdain. Oh, nice words, John. Nice words. Bonzi, Flair and Becky versus Eddie and uh, Nikki Cross. Uh, Latino Heat. Latino Heat. Okay. All right, folks, there you have it right there. Uh, <clears throat> we had a fun time here tonight. Uh, gentlemen, and, and gentlemen, I will ask before we go, uh, J.D., John, and Fonzie, I will ask you all if, in fact, you have anything y'all wish to add. Nope. Nope. Okay. okay. And let me see. Uh, John, I think he's already probably gone ahead and stepped out for the evening, so I guess he probably didn't have anything as well. Okay. On that note here, folks, I do want to thank you for joining us here tonight for episode 662 of WWF Revolution. Uh, just one quick plug I will bring you, of course. Don't forget, of course, for the avid eBay shopper in your household, be sure to check out the eBay store entitled Perpetual Uniquity. Of course, that is internet retail for the eternally distinctive individual. As I've said many, many times, more items, more items being added on each and every day, <clears throat> including... Of course, men's, women's, and children's clothing to kiss uh, and to kiss another rock and roll memorabilia from back in the day. Also, of course, uh, classic Hot Wheels cars as well for the avid toy toy collector in your family. Uh, also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the one thing I will t I will say here is that we have gobs and gobs of them, and as of course DVDs, Blu-rays, and also HD DVDs as well. Uh, <clears throat> featuring movies, of course, of all genres, of course, animated, action, drama, comedy, um, even horror. So you might find some interesting stuff there indeed. More stuff being added on each and every day. Oh, also video games as well. PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, PSP, and Xbox 360. So be sure to check that out there as well. Uh, of course, like I said, internet retail for the eternally distinctive individual. That's www.ebay.com forward slash str forward slash perpetual uniquity that is p-e-r-p-e-t-a-l-u-n-i-q-u-i-t-y <clears throat> and who knows you might find something that you haven't been able to find in a long time and also you might find something that you probably never heard of before that does seem very very interesting and intriguing in itself so be sure to check that out like i said on ebay here today that is perpetual uniquity once again, it is internet retail for the eternally distinctive individual. For the Iceman, Jared DiGiralmo, the human suplex machine, John Gross, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, and also, of course, our good friend, Captain Dave Spieler, from our live video feed tonight from UFC US. <clears throat> this is Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw saying thank you very much for listening here tonight. We, of course, hope to be on tomorrow evening 
Uh, of course, as as you know, ladies and gentlemen, I have been experiencing the last uh, little last uh, few hours prior to, of course, uh, showtime tonight. Uh, that we did have some technical problems here, of course, with TalkShoe, of course, even my own computer system here at the HQ here in Trinity, North Carolina. But hopefully we have that resolved, officially resolved, and have that ready to go, hopefully in time for tomorrow. But we'll keep everybody informed, of course, as to what will take place uh, tomorrow night, of course, like I said, with Outside the Ropes, wrestling debate, and we're hoping to get Revolution on the air here, of course, tomorrow night at 9 o'clock with our Thoughts and opinions on what happened tonight on SmackDown. Revolution episode 662 is a broadcast of the WWS radio network right here on TalkShoe.com, which is, of course, three years older and continuing to be bolder. Radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. <clears throat> Folks, take care of yourselves and each other. We will, of course, see you in the ring. And ladies and gentlemen, the Iceman will have our closing theme tonight, and you will definitely enjoy it. You will definitely enjoy it there indeed. <clears throat> so we hope to talk to you tomorrow right here for some more wrestling talk here. And ladies and gentlemen, your source for everything, of course, in the world of wrestling and pop culture, it is, in fact, W7US Radio Network. Also, check out all of our pages on Facebook as well. And now here is the Iceman with our closing thing for the evening. Take care and God bless everyone from here at W7US. J.D., please proceed.